tonight witnessed a kaiju tag team matchup of gigantic proportions as Godzilla vs. Gigan takes on Brandon and Color. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. This is called Soon McCavalcade. This is episode 133. Like Larry Bird. This is Brandon, and as always with me is old Buzzsaw belt Belly himself, Cullen. Give it back. Oh, that is the last movie. These are all... I can't. It's all a blur. I can't think right anymore. <laughs> Today, we are here to discuss the 1972 film Godzilla vs. Gigan. Cullen, take me on a tour of the children's land. A man begins to suspect that something is wrong about his employers. Meanwhile, Godzilla and Hengurus are alerted to something strange going on. It's kind of a horrible synopsis. I didn't... <laughs> I mean, it's... It's there, but it's... I mean, it's there's, true. There's, a, there's, there's some more they could have fluffed it up with. <laughs> Godzilla vs. Gigan is directed by Jun Fukuda and stars Haru Nakajima as Godzilla, Kango Nakayama as Gigan, Kitsu Omiya as Angiris, and Kantaina as King Ghidorah. I sound confident, but I probably said them horribly, the names, as I continue to do with these movies. But welcome back to Cult Cinema Cavalcade as we take on Godzilla vs. Gigan. Another versus. It's a popular title mechanism with these movies. Not all of them have it. Some of them maybe should have had it. But we're here with another one. But it's kind of more than Godzilla versus Gigan. Right. Like a, there's, like, there's there's like a bunch of versus going on in this. Like, Angiris doesn't put butts in the seats. No, no one's coming to see Angiris. Yeah. Like, it was like, well, you can pick two monsters. That's all you get. Who haven't we seen in a while? Angiris? Yeah. Throw them in there. I'm going to guess it's just because they had this suit available. <laughs> it was in the best shape? Probably, yeah. I mean, Andy's got a name, and a, I guess easier to fight than Mothra to come right. up with a fight. Uh, the, yeah, the Angir suit was new for Destroy All Monsters, so it's probably the newest suit they had. They're not going to use, you know, Hedora, yeah. you know, for this movie. And, uh, Ma- uh, was it Manda? Manda. The, the, yeah, that's the, it, that's the this, spider, isn't it? No, he's like the snake like dragon. Yes. Right. He'd be, yes, a bit, yes, I think yes. this, it comes to ease of use in a fight. And then the one guy, there's the one guy who's just like dinosaur, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I can't remember I can't his r- name. But I like, remember. He was in Destroy All Monsters, and it was like, Angiris, Mothra, Godzilla, Ghidorah, and Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, well, Angiris is just a dinosaur as well. Yeah, I don't, he's, I, he's like this I, ultimate Stegosaurus. Like, it's, right. Well, no, he's not ultimate. Because, well, I mean, he should be, but he's too... St- 
His design is stupid. All right, folks. He has. He walks around on his fucking knees. Why would an animal <laughs> walk around on its knees? Those would just be feet. Yeah. So why the? It's a stupid design for the animal. I will say they have like they saw the raids again, and they're like, okay, we'll make him cooler. And then you're like, yeah, he does look cooler, but he's still Angiris. Yeah. He sucks on toast, is what Angiris does. <laughs> he sucks on toast. He a bitch, is what, like, it, like, I, I, I don't, like, I understand why Toho picked Angiris, because, like I said, you know, we talked about it, they probably had the suit, you know, whatever, it was an easy mm-hmm. pick. But as far as Godzilla goes, why would he pick Angiris? Because they're both, like, when this movie opens, like, they're both on, uh, like, monster, I think they call it monster land in this Mon- one. Yeah, it's it's there, and we get uh, the intro a little bit again. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, we get the same footage from uh, Destroy All Monsters that we mm-hmm. got, and yep. from Son of God's, wait. All Monsters yeah. Attack? All Monsters Attack, well, there's well, no, probably some other movies from, in here, too. Well, that was from Son of Godzilla, too, because you see, like, the, uh, whatever the giant praying mantises. Yep, 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 yep. You yep. see them, so mm-hmm. those are from Son of Godzilla. So there's a, the, um, yeah, the stock, fo- or not the stock footage, the reused footage. Yeah. Is, it's problematic. I think we can. I think that's fair to say. It's right? all over this. Like that's one thing I have to say about this movie as a whole is, and don't take me wrong here because I'll. I mean, I'll have some uh, praise for things and stuff with the movie later on. But this movie is a craftily like recycled movie. Like it's not blunt with it, but there's a lot of like reused footage the score is just a whatever someone's favorite stuff from Godzilla and other movies was used again uh the monsters we've we've seen before the costumes and I think honestly like when Ghidorah and Gigan go to town they show up and they're just like let's just destroy shit yeah dude Mm -hmm. I swear a lot of that destruction and army footage was from another movie or other movies we'd seen already there was uh, plenty of footage like reused from. Uh, well, go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because uh, whenever they showed Ghidorah, he was like close up with a black. It was obviously new Ghidorah footage when it was close up, and it was like black, just like flat black background. And then he'd go to destroy something, and I'm like, "That's from another movie." His breath hitting something, and then if it was a far out shot, I'm like, "That looks like it's from another movie." Guy Gan, they didn't have Guy Gan in other movies, so. Some of his destruction, a lot of his destructions, new and maybe what they focused on. But I, I felt like I was seeing, you know, moves and then destruction that was from something else. Oh, there were fat chunks from Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, in this movie. Yeah, that tank like, that melted—that was from yeah. something else. Well, well, most of that, like when Ghidorah and Gigan actually come to Earth and start blowing the shit out of everything. A lot of that footage of Ghidorah is from Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, and it's one thing to, to use that footage. I don't love that they do that, but it's also just so... They intercut between that footage and Gigan, all right? Mm-hmm. Gigan, 
all of his stuff takes place at night when he's fighting. Yeah. And it's cutting back and forth between this stuff from what a de- like a decade ago or whatever. Yeah. And it's at, it's during the day too. Like the footage looks completely like the grain or whatever looks different on it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it more, but it's a different time of day. It's just it's just so. It's not even like difficult. Like it's it's just so clearly in your face: blue skies and clouds, and then mm-hmm. cut to Geigen, dead of night, blowing shit up by the harbor. It's just. Yeah. I felt like, all right, well, maybe they're in two different locations. Like, no, they're supposed to be in the same general area. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, copy and pasting. Like, obvious copy and pasting. Some of it is woven in decently, but there's a lot of obviousness to it. And, yeah, kind of (sighs) like copy and pasting. What do you think of Guy Gatton, the the monster? Like, can I tell you what I thought it looked like? (laughs) You go right ahead. <laughs> okay. I just asked myself a question. But it feels like some producer went up to, like, June Fukuda or something and was like, uh, like, you know, the guy that's like, you, you, you listen, you have to listen because he's funding it type guy. He's like, my kid drew something. I want you to put it in the movie. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? He's like, here you go. And it's this drawing, and you're like, oh, fuck. And that was like... <laughs> They they made it. I'm not sure when they started doing this, but there have been instances where the public submits like uh, like this is a monster, and Toho's like, yeah, all right, we'll make that monster. Uh, I don't know how much that's happened, but that I'm not even sure if it's happened yet. But it's not outrageous <laughs> that that could have happened for this movie. I mean, it turns out all right. It could have been worse, but man, he has a lot of things. Yeah, a yeah, lot of like, things. It's like, all right, let's see. Let's uh, we got Cyclops from the X Men. Let's make him a giant space turkey. Should he have hands? No, fuck hands. He's got hook. He's got hook hands. He's, he's like got a giant... Zilla with a Cyclops visor and hook hands. And he's also got a got like a, like a hawk mouth, a giant yeah. bird. Yep. And he's got these web like things. Like Godzilla has the spikes. He's got like these web things. He flies, uh, and his uh, belly uh, it can turn into a, a table saw. <laughs> it's just a giant buzzsaw. What? <laughs> okay, so both these... So Ghidorah and Gigan are both space monsters. Great. Cool. They were summoned by... Ghidorah by found co- a friend. He found right? a friend. They were summoned by cockroach people. We'll get to that in a moment. And... <laughs> what? Like, was Gigan like, made... Because I can't imagine, like, something naturally occurring that has a giant buzzsaw in the middle of its belly. Like, you don't see that shit in Power Rangers. No. That's how ridiculous it is. But it's one of those things I look at, it's like, I can't tell if I hate it or if I like it. It's just, here it is. Oh, and and also, how shitty does it look when him and Ghidorah fly? Like it's awful. Yeah, they don't even. They're yeah. like they're like figurine, non-movable action figures that they just like the camera like. It's just really piss poor. Yeah, like, like when they were. There's one part in the movie where we see Godzilla Tower that's being built at. What the hell is this? That this. It's basically. It's a theme park with a a tower dedicated to Godzilla. So it's not like a monster theme park. Right. It's like a theme park for kids, but there is a Godzilla tower 
in it that's like a, a an office building. Also, or, I don't secret ah. death ray facility. Yeah. Right. Sure. So anyway, uh, when Ghidorah and Gigan are flying around it, like the it looks bad. Like they look like they've like shrunk. Right. They're like half. They look <laughs> yeah. like they're half the size. Yeah. Because the building itself is about Godzilla's size, so it just look and like Ghidorah is bigger than Godzilla, so it just looks, it just looks shitty. And even when uh, he isn't flying around and looking all shitty, Ghidorah like didn't like his. It just looked like like the fur looked more matted or like it was coming off or it just looked heavily yeah. used, right? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. 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 Like the same for like. Same for Godzilla. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. This is the fourth movie this suit has been in, and it mm-hmm. shows. Wow. Right. Like uh, his scales yeah. are just hanging off the arms. It's terrible. Well, and then he had two eyes, and they had one eye. Like, did I miss where he got an eye knocked out? Because it wasn't carrying over from the last movie, because when we start, he's got two eyes. Mm-hmm. Did I miss that? I know well, he got hit all- on the head a bunch. Yeah, because Gigan like uses his big hook arm hands, his big pirate hands yeah. to keep you know, bashing the shit out of Godzilla, which was actually pretty good part of the movie. But how crazy was it when Gigan would hit something and blood would like fucking gush out, like sp- like Italian horror splatter? <laughs> it was. I mean, yeah. it cut quick, but it's there. You see it. And oh, it's yeah, like, like, oh my god! Like he got Godzilla's but, shoulder once, and I was like, shit. Yeah, that was one thing, but it was like even uh, with Anguirus, that was the worst one. Like it was like a like a huge amount of splash coming out of here. Yeah, him. yeah. Like when that happened, I thought, oh shit, he's like, is he dead? Like that was a huge hit, but he it's seemed it, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was good enough to jump around and <laughs> use his ultimate attack. His. Yeah. His back of spikes that he has never used in right. any of the movies. Well, also, you were talking about the, the texture on uh, Ghidorah, but like when he's flying, like the shitty flying I was talking about, he's like a hard plastic Ghidorah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't match Ghidorah in the rest of the movie at all. He's like dark color. It's it's bad. So Ghidorah's got a friend, Godzilla, I guess, and, and Giras, they're friends now after Raids Again was so long ago. They buried the hatchet, and they're buddies. Well, you know, it's a bit like uh, prison, right? On, right, yeah. In Monsterland, you know, you, you just form uh, alliances and you develop friendships that you wouldn't have uh, normally developed in the outside worlds. Right. And they actually, they fucking speak to each other. <sighs> yes. That's insane. Well, not just that they speak to each other, but... Like, there's, like, giant cartoon letters that come out of their mouths. Mm-hmm. Like, speech bubbles. Like, that is... 
insane. Like, even with all the stuff that we saw in Hedorah where people had fish heads and there was an animation segment for some fucking reason. I think this is so much worse. This is, this is, yeah. That, that you can chalk up to some bold artistic choice that doesn't work. This is yes. like, n- no. Everybody said no to this. Like, everybody had to say no to this, right? And you just, Right. And like, the, the funny thing is, in the English cut, they wiped the bubbles from it and dubbed someone speaking. Oh, that's... <laughs> it's still awful. <laughs> I don't know if that's worse or a lateral move. It's still... Oof. Yeah. It happens once, and then a lot of the movie goes by... And then it happens again. And you're like, oh, I thought it was just going to be a one thing. No, you absolutely think it's just going to be a one-time thing. Like, well, that was weird. Like, ah, oh, well, it's one bump on the road. No, no, they're doing it again. Okay, great. Like, because we don't have Mothra in this movie, I guess, to be the interpreter. Right. <laughs> the, peace, have... the peacekeeper. I guess. So we just get to listen to them directly now or read that. Oh, it was just... Weird, and it's also just like weird that like Godzilla's ordering Anguirus around. Period. Like he says, "Hey, Anguirus, go check that out," because yeah. they hear like some. They he sends him out to be a scout. Yeah, so he makes it off of Monsterland, which he's not supposed to be able to do anyway. But somehow he just does it because I don't know spikes. I don't know how the fuck he does it. They found a weakness in the fence or something, but whatever. Like they hear this like weird sound, and that makes you know their ears perk up. They go like, "Oh, go check it out." By the way, they have to have impeccable hearing because the the sound oh, that yeah. they hear is like this this tape that was confiscated from what we turn out what turn out to be these cockroach aliens that want to destroy the earth or take it over, whatever oh, they, yeah. they, they do every fucking time. But they hear them play like this tape, and it's not like it's like it's the amazing the tapes that like can't get out. These secret tapes. Yes, 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 yes. So, but they like they do make a tape out, and they listen to it like in like an apartment somewhere. And I want to emphasize that it's in an apartment somewhere. It's not even on Monsterland. It is hundreds of miles away. An apartment the size of a dorm room. Right, and it's not like it's being like radio transmitted or anything like that. It's just being played there, and I think it reacts like maybe like something reacts when they play it, and also uh, like in the Godzilla Tower where all the bad guys are. Well, like they play it. I think the bad guys have it. There's remember there's like two tapes or three tapes. Right, and the girl gets one or she drops one, and they play one at the apartment. And that, like, Godzilla's like, the fuck is that? And, and Ingeris is like, I don't know, man. And he's like, go check it out. And then the other one, when they play it, calls Ghidorah and Gigan to Earth. Yeah, I understand with the alien stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, you call them and all that shit. Because they are aliens. They're in some kind of special facility. I don't know. I believe stuff's being broadcast. But, like, when it's just, like, in an apartment, there is no way in hell... But the monsters can right. hear that from that far away. Right. The point of the siren call was t- for the aliens, our cockroach aliens, to call G- Ghidorah to Earth with Gigan to destroy it so they could live here, like wipe out humanity. And I'm like, I love Ghidorah. He's awesome. But at this point, 
with Ghidorah, it's kind of like paying the same hitman to assassinate someone and he just never can. (laughs) You know, like he's going to be giving a speech on this day here. All right. Yeah. Missed. All right. Well, hey, uh, you think you could kill him here? He's going to be here. All right. Sorry, bad fuse bomb didn't go off. Like, why do you keep calling the guy? Like, he's not getting the job done. Are there just that not many space monsters? I mean, we we found another one, so that's good news. Now he's got Uh, an apprentice. Like, I don't know. It it just yeah, it struck me as funny. I'm like, why do they keep calling this guy to destroy Earth? He's he's not doing it. (laughs) But hey, he brought help, so I guess they realize that they're like, yeah, he needs to bring someone else because he was never. Getting the job done is himself, and the last time we saw him, he got ganged up on by monsters that just, I guess, are asleep in this movie. Uh, well, they couldn't make it off of Monsterland. Yeah, they—they okay. they yeah, didn't they, hear the call. Right. So is like the the barrier for Monsterland uh, to keep all the monsters in. Is that just like an honor system kind of a thing? Do, do they not have it anymore? <laughs> like, are they just like, all right, we'll just let them go? Well, because like later. In the movie, they say like, "Oh no, they've escaped from Monsterland, or they've they've broken out." Like, broken out implies that somehow they're being contained, which, as far as I can tell, they are not. Right. Anguirus was just going back and forth as he pleased. Yeah, that's true. No one's afraid of Anguirus. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't imagine Anguirus is a uh, real smarts and can break through fences and crap. He. No, no one's impressed with him. Cullen, while we're still on the monster talk here, crotch trauma for Godzilla. Oh, yeah, where he gets uh Ghidorah, shot. like, zaps him in the crotch. <laughs> See, Hits him I... in the face first. <laughs> See, I took that more as, uh, like, he was, like, like shooting his belly. Like, he was, like, All tickling right. his belly with electricity. It okay. Like he, it was almost like he kind of wiggled a little bit, like, <laughs> as he was being, like, shocked okay. with electricity. Fair Space enough. Space electricity. Fair enough. I don't know if it was supposed to be a joke or it was a shitty, but do you remember when they were destroying the city and there was a shot from like inside one of the buildings and it was two obvious Barbie dolls? Okay. I thought about that and that that had to be a retail store. Those had to be mannequins. Okay. I was hoping, like they should have like, to play the joke better, like had the punchline of it somewhere in there or like- right. I don't. It's a, It's not supposed to be a punchline. It's just like, well, these look like little thi- little mannequins. That's good enough. But they don't. They look like dolls. They don't look like mannequins yeah. at all. I, I was not convinced. Like you can use like the tanks as toys. Like okay, mm-hmm. fine. But like, when it's like something like, like a mannequin where it's just something that like people like interact with in their actual life and like the actual like. People know the difference between a doll design and a mannequin design. Right, it's just, yeah. Uh, it, d- it doesn't look great. It's more than just missing genitals, okay? Uh, uh, the, oh, and Garrus, uh, by the way, when he gets sent out to scout for Godzilla, uh-huh. the army's like, hey, fuck you, go away. That He doesn't even yeah. do anything. He just shows up, and they're like, blast him. Well, yeah, he, just, he shows up on the shore, and he, here's here's how much of a bitch he is. I think this is, like, the only monster that actually gets fought off by the 
I'm not sure if it was the, we'll, we'll call them the army because I don't know what else they I are. I bet it was old footage, and they're just like, we need the army to attack something. And they were made <laughs> it work with Anguirus. Well, there was plenty of like stuff. Like, you actually saw Anguirus getting shot at, too. You yeah. Know, the actual suit. So, but like, literally, like, I, can you think of another time a monster is actually like fought against the army? And it's like, oh, I got to get out of here. Like, no, every time they're like, what are you? Like, shut up. And they just blow the crap out of everything in their path. Like, every other monster. Like, literally every monster. Right. Like, Mothra is more of a threat. Let's be honest, right? I mean. Although, hey, we found out in this one, Anguirus has a move. (laughs) Took how many movies, but he's finally got one? Like, his back splat thing. Like, Godzilla sets him up, and Anguirus does a reverse belly flop on the person yeah and he kept doing it over and over again to Kidora, which was great june fukuda was like i found something to do with them guys look again again <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think uh godzilla was uh channeling brock lesnar a little too much though there was, uh, <laughs> yeah some of those moves he was using a little too much over and over and over and over again <laughs> Speaking of no moves, we had a battle that wasn't highly publicized here, but uh, Godzilla versus Godzilla Tower. <laughs> right? <laughs> when, like, Godzilla, oh no. <laughs> when Godzilla saw that tower, I was like, yes, I want him to fight a building. Yeah. Because I know he'll win. Yes. But unfortunately, no, it zaps at him. He's like, oh. <laughs> exactly. Well, it shoots at him. And then all of a sudden, uh, Godzilla apparently turns into a turtle because he can't get off his back. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps rolling around. I don't know. Maybe it's his arthritis or something. I don't know why he can't get up. He's having an emotional issue. He can't believe himself would do that to himself. I don't know. It's a real but, identity crisis. Right. Yeah. My own building attacked me. Well, I mean, he, he probably... <laughs> Here's what happened. He saw the giant Godzilla building, thought it was Manila. He's like, oh, my God, you're finally grown. You're, And then he attacked him. He's like, what? You know everything I've done for you? That's probably what he thought. And then when God, it was, a, yeah. and then when he found out it was a building later, he's like, oh, well, I could have been just destroying this the whole time. That's the thing I do. That's what I'm best at, destroying buildings. Destroying. Destroying buildings and beating up King Ghidorah. I'm good at both of those things. We haven't even talked about the humans. That's what I was going to say. Like, should we talk? I mean, I guess we should talk we about should. the humans. We should. They actually have a big story here. I mean, a big, but I mean, it's it's they're heavily involved. We don't see the monsters for a while. The synopsis said stuff, but did it. There's like a, there's a, a manga artist or writer uh, that's mm-hmm. a comic gets hired to work at the children's theme park for the, the head guy and some other mustache smoking guy something fishy's going on some some girl he sees drop the tape or whatever and finds her and then she's some conspiracy theorist person that has a fat chummy sidekick that they stumble upon that tape and get mixed up with the bad guys he's like an asian hippie which i gotta say i'd I'm not sure if I've seen before, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, there is, it is funny. There's this weird eating thing that happens with them with the tape scene. So, like, he gets held up and taken back to their apartment. They think he's got a gun, but the guy has a uh, corn the on the cob on the stick. 
uh, the right. fat guy does. And then mm-hmm. the weirdest thing, he's like, oh, yeah, look. And he hands it to the guy, and the guy g- grabs it by the corn with his hand, looks at it, hands it back to him, and the guy eats it. I'm like, oh. How cold is that? Because he was the uh, the the half a hippie, whatever, was using the corn as like a fake gun mm-hmm. in this uh, the artist's it, it back. Was, it was in uh, tinfoil, so it could okay, keep for okay. a, a second, but the guy fingered it all over. And he was eating it, you know, yeah. He was like... And he's like, oh, I'll just put this back in my mouth then. <laughs> that would have been so cold and gross, just covered... And just his slobber and corn juice. Yeah, and then and then after they listen to the tape together, he like hands out bananas, and they all sit around eating bananas together. It was so hilarious. that wasn't just me that thought that was weird. That was so weird. It's like we're all eating bananas now. Like it's a kickback. We're all low on potassium. Let's have one for the road. And it wasn't a short scene. They, no, it they wasn't. They were all like sitting around, all with banana peeled in front of them, like ready to eat. It was it was weird and funny to me at the same time. Like, like I want, I want to like was that in the script? Like they all sit around eating a banana. Was this like partially funded by the Banana Board of Japan? Why is this? Yeah, it just feels like when they're on set, maybe it was a fun set, or they, people didn't care, and they're like, let's just have us all eating bananas here, and like, yeah, let's do it. And then years later, we're like, what was the meaning behind the bananas? Was it a cultural thing? It's like, no, it's three people fucking around. And it got on film. Maybe it's, I, I wouldn't think it's that, but it is bizarre. I was like, well, uh, you know, Yoshi, he's got a banana plant in his uh, backyard. And it just, you know, uh, <laughs> as you do. And he's like, you know what? Uh, it's, it's ripe. I'll bring the bananas to set today. Who wants bananas? Right. There's also the co-worker of the artist guy who, she seems like some sort of, like, on-the-side spy who knows martial arts? Because she kicks some ass whenever things go awry. Was she a coworker? I thought like they were like in a relationship. Or that they sh- something like he drew. They could a, be. I he don't drew, know. He drew a like he wanted to like create the next monsters for Godzilla, and he did one of them, and he put her shirt on him. He was an artist that had an idea for monsters. He didn't have a design for either of them. I was like, well, it's a homework monster. Like, all right, what does it look like? I haven't figured that part out yet. Like, why are you pitching the, your ideas then? <laughs> it's not even it's not even close to fully formed, you halfwit. Yeah, and uh, one of the cool parts I liked was when they investigated on the guy, the two guys who run the, the children's park, and they went back to their homes and found out, like, both of them died mm-hmm. long ago. I was like, I was really intrigued for that moment. I was like, what, what is up with this? And then it's like, yeah. oh, no, it's these cockroach aliens that just took the identities of two dead people. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, it was like, oh. And then I I like what they did with the shadows with the cockroaches, but when they, like, died and turned into cockroaches, I didn't expect just to see, like, like just cockroaches. I thought they'd look alien-like at some point, but. No, they're just cockroaches on a set. Uh, but I did. I was really intrigued when they go to that house and like, no, they they died. Like what? I was like, what's up with this? And I was like, really intrigued. And and then it was that reveal. I was like, all right, all right, sure. And, oh yeah, the one girl's got a, the a mystery girl with the tape. She's got a brother locked up. Right. And they like make an attempt to rescue him. There that, are a lot of attempts to rescue yeah, him. Yeah. There's and... like yeah, and they get caught like 
one of them. Yeah, but they meant to get caught or something like that. It was real interesting. Yeah, I guess. Uh, they are responsible for blowing up the Godzilla Tower, though. So yeah. Good yeah. for them. And so, yeah, let, so let's, they, tell they, them, they, let's tell everybody how they blow up the Godzilla Tower, though. Right. This cracked me the hell up. They used the old, the old black and white drawing of ourselves hung up in front of the dynamite to trick the bad guys into shooting it and blowing up Godzilla Tower trick. That's what they used. <laughs> they roadrunnered them is what yes! they did. They, I couldn't believe I was like, oh, no, no. They were in black and white, too. They weren't color drawings. Like, yeah, was it? At least who shoots it was, at that? At least if it was a poster where it was actually like, like you know, like a color poster. It's like, all right, well, at least it looks like them. There'd be the problem of how they make that. Of course, you have that problem now because it's all hand drawn. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was like, oh, they f-, and then it blew up. And I was like, oh my god, it's not even like <laughs> Godzilla like, couldn't take down the tower, but these fucks. It's not even color. It's black and white drawn. It's and they just... look cartoonish. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, are cockroaches colorblind or something? Is that why they could get away? Even then, shades. They can see shades. Certainly, they can tell. They can. They can tell dimensions. It's two dimensional picture. It's hand drawn. It's a hand drawn picture. Idiots. The, the idea of putting something over the dynamite to blow it up, not a bad idea. I think this is just like, how much time? We got, what, 17 minutes left in the movie? Great, good enough. Good enough. Uh, I do like when they escape from the tower, they zip line, and it's these little figures, model figures. And it reminded me yeah. of Astro Monster when they landed on the planet. And I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they zip line down. That was adorable. When, when they, they zip... And I saw like how steep the rope was. Like I don't know if that's gonna work. And then they zip line down. I was like, nah, I don't care. It's fine. Like I, I really thought they were gonna like, like try to go down. Like it's way too steep, and immediately die. The alien, the bad guys, actually have another. It's another. It's a pollution cautionary tale story again. Because that's why. But it's all stuff that's happened on their planet before this movie, and why they wanted to come here. But it also uh, lends us to reusing footage from the last movie of dead fish and pollution floating in the water. Yeah, their uh, dead planet looks a lot like Hedorah in his sludge. Yeah, it's like uh, we we did that last time. Um, yeah, there's how many movies do you think this huge footage from? Because then there's stuff like that where like, you didn't even expect. Like really, that? Oh my god. So like let's let, let's let's think about this. Let's break this down for a second. We've got certainly the last one. So that's one. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, mm-hmm. All monsters attack. Not technically because all the footage from that was from other movies. So no, right. definitely from Destroy All Monsters. Right. Yeah. So we got Ghidorah, possibly Astro Monster with Ghidorah footage. Right. Definitely Son of Godzilla. Because mm-hmm. uh, we see the giant um, praying mantises. Uh, I don't... Th- let's see what else. Hedora, yeah. Um, I'll say this. Uh, so the soundtrack, as I said, was like a pick and choose your favorites from Godzilla movies for the score. But it also uses cues from Frankenstein Conquers the World, uh, Adagon, King Kong Escapes, uh, and Battle in Outer Space. I wonder if it uses any footage from those movies as well. 
Maybe like, there's there's plenty of scenes where there are explosions that are just like close ups of just shit exploding where you don't actually see a monster. So yeah, they could have taken it from those them and too. military stuff too. We're totally bagging on this movie, but I will say the the fights at the end do do rock. They're vicious. Like I said, the blood splatters. Yeah, these, like, these guys kick each other. Like I love it when Godzilla grabs Adora by the heads and neck and swings him and slams him on the ground. Like multiple times. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that's that's him channeling Brock Lesnar. But yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, but like, and the way they team together. I thought at one point, I got confused watching. I thought Gigan like turned on Ghidorah, but that didn't happen. It just the way the positioning of the monsters was. I'm like, oh shit, is he gonna fight Ghidorah? Like he, they convinced him to join the squad, but no, that, that was not. That was not the case. <laughs> No, not this time. Um, what do you think of the the aliens' plan this time? Because let's see, we've uh, the the footage that they've used for this one's from four other Godzilla movies, and now this is God. How many times have they used aliens coming to Earth to take it over or destroy it? Uh, this is three, three. That's it, huh? Well, okay, cool. Uh, well, because um, we had, yeah, because it started with Astro Monster. Uh, yes. Just destroy all monsters, use an alien, or use the aliens, and then this one, use an alien. So I think we're at three. Okay. But Ghidorah, if you count Ghidorah the three-headed monster, he is an alien coming to Earth. And Hedora is part alien as well. Yep. So. A lot of freaky aliens. Uh, You know, you were complaining about like the the music is just kind of patched together. I will say that when Godzilla showed up for the first time, I was relieved to hear the Godzilla theme instead of that That's fine. sound. That sound that was from uh, the last one, where it was just sounded like the soundtrack was just farting. This is much better. At least that part is better. Like I can't speak for the rest of the music, but at least that segment is like, yes, I'm excited to watch this movie. Godzilla's here. Yep. He's got a it was, theme. It's fine. Use it. Yeah. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's not. I expect you know. I go into these movies expect you know. I expect that to be used um, if they choose. But there was like a lot of this. I just kept feeling like I'm like it felt ho- the score felt hodgepodge. And and then when I looked afterwards, I was like, oh, it was. It was definitely hodgepodge. Oh, except for uh, they did have a song at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, what was it? Uh, crap. And like, go and, Godzilla, go or something like that, right? Yeah, as everybody waved bye to Godzilla, and then he stopped in the water. I was like, "Oh God, is he gonna wave at them?" But he didn't. It was the exact same shot that starts the movie of Godzilla, where it like he turns and like looks like he's gonna lunge, and it zooms in at him. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that that would have been just the perfect ending, wouldn't it? Where he just like turns around and winks or something, and just yeah. No, it would have been great if he would have turned around and winked and like a bunch of blood would have like just come out of his eye. Because... Be excellent to each other. <laughs> now comes the point in the episode where we rate the movie we just watched as we are cult cinema cavalcade. We keep things nice and culty. Our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means... Don't follow the mysterious girl. Just do your own thing. Get your job. 
make things for children's land. Converted, which means uh, you would follow the crazy girl, look into her case, be solid with it. Or drinking the Kool-Aid, which means, hell yeah, children's land, Godzilla Tower, cockroach aliens, let's get rid of this earth. I'm down. So, Cullen, how do you rate Godzilla versus Gigan? Uh, the monster fights are really good, and there's a lot of it in this movie, so that's, um, that's really good. Uh, it gets a lot of stuff right, and a lot of stuff just, I mean, I mean, I guess wrong, or not as, not very well executed as more accurate. It, it, it's just really interesting that there's, like, when this new stuff is around, it's really good, and then they just hodgepodge all this other stuff together between the soundtrack and the other footage. Um, it, it's a little hard to rate because it's not, it's very, not as I wouldn't even call it watchable. It's, it's, it's better than that. It's not just like, well, you can put up with it. It, it actually is uh, fairly entertaining. And if you had not watched the other Godzilla movies, you may not have noticed like some of the reused footage. Now, of course, the cutting back and forth between day and night footage is a, regardless of what you've watched, you should be able to notice that. But I, I, this is not one I will reach for a lot, but I do not think it's bad enough to like never watch again, certainly. Um, so I, I am converted, but just pretty low, honestly. Uh, Brandon, how do you rate Godzilla versus Gigan? Our boy Jun Fukuda returned to the director's chair. We didn't talk about him much here, but he made the two island stinkers that we we both were okay with one and despised the other. And going back to him, you just realize I don't think he has the same handle as everybody else does, and I'm not sure if I'm a huge fan of his direction on Godzilla for the most part. I think he can deliver. And I think, actually, I think this, from his directing standpoint, recycled footage aside, this is the best looking and best done one that from him considering you know Ibra and Son of Godzilla are his other two so far I think he's improved like his campy stuff doesn't even look as campy though the the alien base uh the Godzilla Tower does look like a James Bond set done cheaply um but he does get the does get the monster fights right I don't think he gets the social message I don't think he understands I think he just puts it there and it's like well that's that's a thing right I'm making a Made a comment. Cullen is is on to something there with the talk of in succession of watching the Godzilla films in order. This one's pretty weak, and it's and after last the Hedora one, this is a a a, a big step down for me because I really loved that movie, and I went to something that was just a step in the opposite direction that I didn't want after Hedora. But I think this movie. As a standalone, if you're just randomly watching a Godzilla movie, it's probably it's pretty probably pretty good. Uh, the human story's fine. It's like we said, silly, but it's got some martial arts action. It's got some blaster fights here and there. The monster fight it takes a bit, but it when it hits, it's good. It's violent. Goes for more of the wrestling angles, uh, and and it's there. But uh, I think by itself, like, eh, I haven't seen Gagan in a while. You're not going to notice this stock footage as much. And it's just a, a solid Godzilla movie. There's, the strange things are still going to be strange, but 
Uh, you're not going to see it in like a, a sequential order of getting better, getting worse, or compared to the previous stuff you just watched. So I think by itself, I'm converted easily, and I'm still converted watching it in succession. It's just not one of the better ones we've seen so far, but I think I like it better than the other two Fukuda ones. Guy again is just a strange hodgepodge of a thing. I'm kind of curious about and kind of like, what the hell's that thing? But uh, yeah, you said for the whole movie. Yes, but it's it's okay. It's it's not it's not bad. I, I think it's actually pretty good and strong in spots. But it's it's best chance for you to like it is to just randomly watch it. Like if you watch the original Godzilla and you let's watch a sequel, go jump to this one. It's probably gonna fare better. But yeah, in sequential order, mm, pretty weak. But by itself, I think it's it's probably solid. No, it's definitely one of the Godzilla movies where you watch all the other ones you like a whole lot, you know, over and over again, and then you come to this one. I was like, well, I don't hate that one. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, you know, why not? Let's do something different. That's yeah. really is. It's Anguirus at his best that we've seen so far. I don't think he's been better than this one. Granted, I don't get excited when I see him, but at least they found stuff for him that worked better. Some of his best footage was reused from... Uh, <laughs> was it, it was Destroy All Monsters, I think that's what it was reused from. No, but, no it's it's okay. I'm, I, was, I, wasn't, I didn't hate watching this one, and it's like, ah, oh, they, they just did so much better, and then we got this. So... <laughs> But no, it it is not the pits of an all-monsters attack or Son of Godzilla or even, like, I don't even think it's as bad as it. I think it's better. I liked it better than Ebra. I don't know how you felt there, but it passes the Raids Again test easily. Oh, God, yes. On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Godzilla versus Megalon from 1973. And joining us for discussion will be Jim Dietz from the HHWLOG Podcast Network. Thank you for continuing to listen to our show. Thank you for continuing to listen to Godzilla. We are almost done. We got three more. Insanity. We're doing it. Insanity. Three more movies and we're all wrapped up with Godzilla. We look forward to next time, but first, stay tuned for the trailer to Godzilla versus Megalon. Is that how you pronounce it? Megalon. <laughs> I <think> he's, <laughs> he's from space, not French. Oh, or Megalon. <laughs> it's Maglon. It's Maglon. <laughs> you got a Maglon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the trailer that actually trails. Buried within the uncharted depths of waters surrounding a group of islands off the 50th parallel lies man's most formidable challenge. The awesome awakening of prehistoric monsters long thought extinct. Science was baffled and powerless.
that terror-stricken humanity knew that it was on the brink of total destruction. For once, proud civilization now had to place its trust and hope in Godzilla and his powerful ally, Robot Man. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. Battling by day, battling by night, it was more than a race against time. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Now came the moment of truth. The ultimate battle. Thank you for listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon Peters. Narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. We are here to discuss the 19... Shit. That's not a year. The 19 shit, yes. Uh, We're living in the 2000 shit now. (laughs) Uh. What year is it? 2000 shit, man. Oh, 1970 (laughs) film... 1972 film, Godzilla vs. Guy Gan. Cullen... Uh, um, take me on a tour of the children's land.